Hey everyone, you are listening to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. This little banter is about a car ride long and features your hosts, JJ Parker and Melissa Albers. JJ owns a tech company and Melissa has been a coach working with influencers for the last 18 years. So JJ, did you get the email I sent you? (laughs) I sure Uh, did. (laughs) So we have a loyal listener who sent us some feedback and some suggestions for our podcast. Yep. And, (laughs) and, and, uh, two things before we even talk about the feedback, two things. The first, probably the most important is I recognized I had kind of a strong reaction (laughs) to the feedback. Yeah, well, I got that email and started reading it. It was like, what's this? And then I started going through the well-laid-out bullet points. There were many. On the critique of the podcast, and I just found myself getting a little irritated. Yeah, and but- I actually felt, you're, so I felt really hurt. My very mm. first reaction was hurt. Like I felt exposed. I felt like, oh my gosh, wait, someone's really actually listening to us. Also, someone's listening and, you know, and it's like they don't like it. You yeah. know, my reaction was yes. like, oh, yeah. she, she's listened to all of them and she doesn't like any of it. It's all terrible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, we should also say this- at this part of the story, that this is a person who knows us both and loves us both and <laughs> always assumes goodwill. <laughs> so Absolutely. So, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So what's interesting about receiving feedback, right, is oftentimes our initial reaction, it's just like you have a really strong physical reaction to yes. it as you're as you're reading it, as you're hearing it. Yeah. And even as you're maybe even waiting for it right yes yes waiting for like what's going to be at the bottom like i'm only at the top two bullet points and i see there's a few what's going to be at the bottom it's so true i had an immediate stomach ache i got an immediate (laughs) stomach ache when i started when i started to read it and then and then you read it and then you just start like looping over it over and over (laughs) read it again read it again (laughs) and thinking about it right it becomes um you get amazingly obsessed yeah with feedback right yeah yeah well and what's interesting is um and 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 again this has nothing to do with the person or the feedback because it was amazing and this person spent a lot of time and thoughtful energy with the feedback. So it has really nothing to do with that side of the house. It has everything to do with how I perceived it, how you perceived it, and the lens we were looking through and the emotions that we were having because of yep. it. Yep. Um, and, and to the point where one of the things that she had put in the bullet point is this would be a really interesting topic is dealing with critics. Yes. And <laughs> here we are. Here we're doing the podcast just for her. <laughs> and ourselves. <laughs> yep. Well, the other thing I thought was interesting is, of course, as soon as you sent that email over, 
like you called me three seconds later, <laughs> right? Maybe three, maybe three. And um, and I, rem- I remember like we were talking about it, and you're like, "Why are you so calm about this?" Right? <laughs> I did. Right? Or or no, I didn't and, say that. What I said is. I feel like you're taking this so oh, much better, better than I yeah. am. That's what I said. Well, <laughs> and I was just putting up a better front than you. Yes, you were. Yeah, okay. Well, yes, and you did respond that way, but I was like, wow, I but don't know. What's interesting, so, um, you know, I I went to art school. Like, uh-huh. in college, I was in, I went to art school. and And we would have class once a week, like, whatever it was, drawing class, design class, right? And every week it was like almost the same format. We would uh, we'd meet for class, we'd get some lesson, and then maybe we would just sit there the rest of the time for maybe like three or four hours and draw, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then maybe we'd complete that piece of uh, that work through the week. And then the next class everyone would hang up their artwork on the wall and we would one by one critique every single one of them. That's terrible. That sounds terrible. So so not only is your artwork just hanging out there for everyone (laughs) to see, it's systematically in line for mass feedback. Right. Yeah. So almost going first was more humane than waiting till the end. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. I feel like that in a lot of times <laughs> of my life. <laughs> but I uh, I guess that that style that or that experience for me um, was really you know I got to spend a lot of time in that anticipation and really feeling that that waiting for feedback or and that receiving feedback mm. uh response yeah. like probably more than yes. nor anyone else would right that's like not a normal situation that people are in it's kind of like a heightened no. feedback situation um and yes. i think for good reason i think it's as like that's like literally professional training for the artist yes well and right? i i can uh, I can be right there with you because I took a boot camp of speaking with Les Brown, mm. who is one of the country's top speakers, motivational speakers, and has been for decades. And it was the same thing. We had 26 of us in a room, and I was standing on a stage looking eyeball to eyeball at Les, and he said, Speak, Melissa. and it's the same thing it's like when you create something and you're putting yourself out there there's um and like even with this self-awareness journey i mean you and i are both professed students you know we're not masters experts or gurus in self-awareness we are students and i think that when you put yourself out there in any sort of capacity that really means something to you it's exposing it feels Mm -hmm. very exposing even if you have experience, even if you've done it a hundred times, it's still scary. So I think that yeah. there's a component, regardless of who the feedback's coming from, uh, what the feedback is, it's very real because it feels exposing. Like our, our feelings are so real and present and pushing out, you know, how we're going to respond. 
Yeah, it it feels vulnerable, right? Like you don't people <laughs> yes. don't like to feel vulnerable, but that's uh yeah. It's just out there, right? Yeah. Yeah. I My, was oh, oh sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say I was I was as 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 I was thinking about this topic a little bit this morning, I started to parse out. You know, there's actually like different people that I respond to differently as they give me feedback. Like I feel like some people it's way easier for me to take feedback from even mm-hmm. if it's critical like mm-hmm. even if it's straight up critical and and it's really interesting like in my life how I can separate those people out like I started thinking like if people give me feedback like if this individual for example gives me feedback I trust her and love her and I know where it's coming from and so even yep. though I had an initial emotional reaction it was like wow this is really really helpful and really good and very quickly I was able to kind of come back around and start being, well, no, it wasn't very quickly. It took me a day. It took me a day. But I could be more objective then, you know, because I came through the lens of, I know this person is doing so out of caring and love. Yep, yep. Um, and my, my best friend, I've, I've got some best friends that would, whatever they would tell me, I would know that it was coming from a place of love. Yet there's different people in my life that they could give me the exact same feedback with the exact same intention. And I would feel straight up like they were being critical. Yeah. Yeah, and no one wants to feel judged, right? No one wants to feel like like that. Um, the one thing I think is super interesting a lot of times is that, like you said, uh, in my, like in my experience, feedback when I get critical feedback, I have a strong initial reaction, but then almost every single time that feedback makes my art better. Yeah. Right. So yeah. the the result is is almost always better after the feedback than before. But you go through this cycle where you're like, you know, angry and upset yeah. and questioning and vulnerable and all these emotions yeah. like rush in. And if you can get over that part, and that isn't <laughs> if, because sometimes you just can't. Um on the other end, I think it 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 usually ends up better. So, yes, yes, 100% agree with you. And I just started to think about something. What if, though, what if what the person is saying to you is not meant with good intent? What if you have people that are being critical yeah. of you and they aren't, they aren't doing it for your benefit? That's yep. a really interesting. And how do you discern the difference? Like, to me, that's a really interesting thing to think about. Well, if they're not doing it for your benefit, whose benefit are they doing it for? Yes, exactly. They're doing it for their benefit, right? It's making them feel better, right? Yeah, yes. And, um, you know, I had an an experience where, (laughs) I wouldn't say this is quite feedback in this way, but um, I had someone really close to me uh, basically say, like, hey, JJ, you're you're you should stop doing <laughs> this project because you're not very creative right and like to me like creativity is like one of <laughs> my very core things yes, right it is. and um wow and i did not mean. take that well no, it was I, mean it was downright mean, mean right mean. and um and i was really upset about that comment like yeah. for a really long time 
um, until I actually realized like that was not a comment even for me or no. really even about me. No. That was a comment about them and, and them feeling, them. yeah, and them feeling insecure about who they were and how they were and how they were being, and the, their entire world, right? <laughs> just nothing to do with me. Yeah. Um, but it took a while to f- actually just figure that out, you know? Yeah, yep. To me, this is such a good awareness piece again. Like we talk about self-awareness. We talk about being able to learn how to validate ourselves mm-hmm. and not worry about only feeling good if other people are validating us. Yep. And this is right in there. It's from a different angle, but it's the same thing. If we, same thing. Yeah, if we are unaware of our own feelings or what makes us feel good, if we don't fight for, maybe fight for is not the right term, but if we do not uphold the standards that we create for ourselves to feel good, if we don't uphold those standards, we become a lot more flimsy in the wind, I think. And mm-hmm. I think we become a lot more... Um, easily pushed over, Mm. easily pushed out of center. Mm -hmm. Um, Because again, we jump into that, well, I'm not making you happy, so I need to change something to make you happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it also dovetails into just like the thinking that like when you get feedback, it's someone else saying that like you're not good enough, right? You don't don't have enough. You're not good enough. It's not, you know. Yeah. Yeah. and that's hard to that's hard to deal with, especially if you're not generating that kind of self confidence or self assurance from within. If yeah. you're seeking it externally, that's it's really hard. You know, I think we've talked before about people over identifying with their vocation, like yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. You know, with what their job is, what their hobby is, what mm-hmm. you know their family commitment is. Um, and when you over identify with that, when you say, you know, uh, I, I play basketball, I am a basketball player. If someone challenges your skill in basketball, you take that personally, right? Right. Because you are a basketball player, right? (laughs) Right. Right. And, And we see that all the time where, I mean, I see it all the time where just people are just way too attached to that and yeah. any feedback is feedback directly to the against them as a person <laughs> yep yeah um, and that's really um i don't want to say damaging but it's uh it's really hard to you know for me to see yeah. and it's really hard for them to deal with yeah and i don't think that a lot of people even recognize how much they do that but typically when people are looking for external labels or they're looking to make themselves look a certain way on the outside, again, we know that they're feeling insecure or they're feeling like they need to be their actor self again. They don't feel like they're safe to be authentic. And I think it really would be worth thinking through this a little bit. Like when we receive feedback, when we're interacting with people, how do we take that feedback and why? So like in, in what I learned from all of this is that, again, I validated that I am so comfortable being a student still. Like Mm -hmm. I'm still learning more and more about myself, even though I've been in self-development and I've had multiple coaches and, you know, all all sorts of stuff. I still have so much further to go. But I do know now that I trust myself. 
Like I trust myself to know that I will make really good choices for me. I trust myself now to know that I, I will have a strong reaction. And my goal when I first get feedback that's favorable, like that's intended, well intended, um, I, my goal is to be able to take it without being very defensive. Mm. And the reason that's my goal is because in my past, I was always very defensive first. Like that was my go-to. Mm-hmm. So like even in just as I'm trying to move through the self-awareness journey myself, like recognizing that that was my go-to, I wonder if I can just move a little more to, okay, I'm having this feeling and that's okay. Like it's okay yeah. that I have this initial feeling. I always have this initial feeling at first, you know? Yeah, it's it's natural. It's natural. It's natural. Uh, let's talk about a thing that I struggle with um, in the realm of feedback. And it's in one way, it's just almost opposite of what we've been talking about. Hmm. Um, I struggle mostly with positive feedback. Mm. Yeah. Which is really weird, right? Like I would rather have someone say, you know, that that work is crap. And here's why I think it's terrible then have someone actually compliment my work. Hmm. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's weird, but no, um, I think actually maybe other people, typical. maybe other people out there will, you know, like, like relate to that one. But if I get a compliment, I just like literally don't know what to do with it. I'm like, I, I, I had um, a colleague and this is a really minor story, but I had a colleague and um, when I, when, when we were at work, I'd pass her in the hallway and like every time I got a haircut, she'd be like, oh, JJ, nice haircut. And I'd be like, uh, and I like look at my feet and I just like scramble away. Like, <laughs> like I couldn't even take a like, like, I don't even know if that was like feedback or compliment. That was more just like an observation. <laughs> so, but when, um, and I've even actually talked to you about this, like, yeah. In in the realm of this, like like when my parents would give me positive feedback, I I just I have such a hard time even just saying thank you and moving on. Like I don't it's yeah. it's interesting. So I, not only can we have a strong reaction to what we might perceive as negative feedback, we can also have a strong reaction to positive feedback. Yeah. Yeah. I think that there, yeah, I think that's really true. And I would say that in my experience, I've noticed that, um, oftentimes when you see situations like this, where it's hard for you to accept a compliment or accept positive feedback, it's usually around that realm of being very humble, um, and, and feeling almost like a, a humility, and, um, and, and just, just for the listeners, JJ's eyes are straight down right now. He's not <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> um, but it is, I, I think I had the very best coach who once said to the team that we were all, all working together. He said, when you receive a compliment, simply say, thank you for noticing. <laughs> thank you for noticing. But he was serious. Thank you for noticing. Well, that's exactly what, um, my work colleague said, she actually pulled me aside one day and says, hey, JJ, when I give you a compliment, just say thank you. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pretty easy. 
But I, I do feel that um, a lot of times, too, like self-esteem and self-awareness is very much tied to our ability to be in partnership with other people. And as we move through our levels of awareness and move through our self-esteem issues, you know, taking our own inventories, what makes us feel good, what doesn't make us feel good, we're our own worst critic. And mm -hmm. that level of critique that we do inside of us absolutely spills out and then our ability to accept relations with other people on the outside, whether they be optimistic or not. Yeah. Well, inner critic is definitely an entire podcast on its own. Yes. That that we sure. will that we will do shortly, I'm sure. Yeah. I um, just think like, you know, as we sort of wrap this up, I think that um you know, we did talk a lot about when people give us feedback and it's well-intentioned. We just touched a little bit on if people give us feedback and it is not well-intended. And how do you handle things like the either side of that? Yep. And, and to me, there's a continuum, right? Like if you're receiving feedback that is favorable, allow yourself that first responder actions, right? Mm -hmm. Like my first responder is going to be this. I'm going to act. I'm, I'm, I'm embarrassed. I'm shy. I feel... And, and recognize those feelings right behind those feelings. How do you want to be with the feedback? Yeah. That's, the, I think, the really important thing is how do you want to be with the feedback? And if you're receiving feedback from those that you don't respect, you don't have a relationship with, you are not in partnership with, and they give you feedback that is clearly meant to be critical and not helpful, I think, again recognize you're going to have your first responder again and it may feel the exact same as the positive side yet through a moment of self-awareness and discernment if you recognize you know what that's not for me that's not yeah. for me and that yeah. really isn't about me and I'm okay letting that go so just taking that moment to sort of discern after your initial response taking that moment to discern is this for me or not yeah and a lot of the, t the ways I'll contextualize that one is just think like, well, if they don't like what I'm putting out, it's not for them. Exactly. Like this is this this project is not for them. Right. And that's okay because, yes. I, like, my work is not for everybody. Not everyone gets it. It's right. okay. There's Same. no way everyone could get it. Right. No. no. So, uh, making sure that we're using good rationality in yep. those moments, right? Yeah. Because the fact is, is, um certain things resonate with certain people and exactly yep you're yeah. not going to please everybody no like like they like they always say you can't please everyone you're not a pizza <laughs> <laughs> we hope that you've enjoyed today's episode our mission is to help people become happier and more effective by gaining insight into their own thoughts and feelings we'd love your support first share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it second leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast site. This helps others discover the podcast so we can reach more people. And third, sign up for our newsletter at theselfawarenessjourney.com. This will help us communicate better with you and build our community. Thank you so much for joining us in the self-awareness journey. We'll see you next week.